0: Hi everyone, welcome to Legal Talks by Desi Kanoon. I am Suyash and I am excited to have started this show. On today's show, we will discuss the case of Radhakrishnan Industries versus State of Himachal Pradesh and others. Wherein the Supreme Court dealt with the interpretation of Section 83 of the Himachal Pradesh Goods and Services Tax Act that provides for provisional attachment of property. And consequently, also discussed the scope of Article 226 of the Constitution of India in relation to cases where an alternative efficacious remedy exists. In layman terms, provisional attachment of property means attachment of property that is done during pendency of any legal proceedings. The brief facts of the case are that the appellant is a lead manufacturer whose supplies and customers faced GST proceedings in respect of fraudulent input tax credit claims. A notice under Section 74 of the Himachal Pradesh GST Act that deals with determination of fraudulent input tax credit claims was also issued to the appellant. Such notice was issued for production of certain documents on the ground that the appellant had claimed input tax credit on the supplies received by it from its suppliers. And since the inward supplies made by the supplier were found to be fake, the appellant's claim of input tax credit was also in question. The mandate of such notice was duly complied with by the appellant by producing the relevant documents. Thereafter, an order of provisional attachment of money receivable to the appellant from its customers was also passed by the GST authorities. The appellant preferred a representation against such order of provisional attachment which was allowed and the notice of attachment was withdrawn. However, later on, another order of provisional attachment, dated 21st of October 2020, was issued to the appellant, aggrieved by which the appellant filed a writ petition before the Himachal Pradesh High Court, which was also dismissed on the ground that an alternate remedy in form of appeal in terms of Section 107 of the HP GST Act exists with the appellant. Before adverting any further, let us peruse Section 83 of the Himachal Pradesh GST Act. It states that, provisional attachment to protect revenue in certain cases, section 83, subsection 1, where during the pendency of any proceedings under section 62 or section 63 or 64 or 67, 73 or section 74, the commissioner is of the opinion that for the purpose of protecting the interest of the government revenue, It is necessary so to do he may, by order in writing, attach provisionally any property, including bank account, belonging to the taxable person in such manner as may be prescribed. Section 83. Subsection 2. Every such provisional attachment shall cease to have effect after the expiry of a period of one year from the date of the order made under subsection 1. Now, let us understand the interpretation of section 83. According to the court, Firstly, the Part to order a provisional attachment is entrusted during the pendency of proceedings under any one of six specified provisions, sections 62, 63, 64, 73 or 74. In other words, it is when a proceeding under any of these provisions is pending that a provisional attachment can be ordered. Secondly, before exercising the parse under Section 83, the Commissioner must be of the opinion that, for the purpose of protecting the interest of the government revenue, it is necessary so to do. Thirdly, such order for attachment must be in writing and may include any property including a bank account belonging to the taxable person. And lastly, it was observed that, The manner in which a provisional attachment is levied must be specified under the rules made pursuant to the provisions of the statute. So, this is how section 83 subsection 1 is to be interpreted. With respect to section 83 subsection 2, the court observed that under subsection 2 of section 83, a provisional attachment ceases to have effect upon the expiry of a period of one year of the order being passed under subsection 1. Now, after interpreting Section 83 of the H.P.G.S.T. Act, the court moved on to the other limb of the argument in relation to maintainability of writ proceedings in light of existence of an alternate efficacious remedy under Section 107 of the H.P.G.S.T. Act that provides for appeal to appellate authority. According to Section 107, any person aggrieved by any decision under the Himachal Pradesh G.S.T. Act or Central G.S.T. Act by an adjudicating authority may appeal to such appellate authority as has been prescribed. Thereafter, the court discussed the definition of adjudicating authority provided under Section 2, subsection 4 of the Himachal Pradesh GST Act, which is, adjudicating authority means any authority appointed or authorized to pass any order or decision under this Act, but does not include the Commissioner. Thus, upon perusal of this definition, the court made it clear that the expression adjudicating authority does not include among other authorities the commissioner, and if such is the position, then clearly the order passed by the joint commissioner as a delegate of the commissioner was not subject to an appeal under Section 107 and the only remedy that was available was in the form of invocation of the writ jurisdiction under Article 226 of the Constitution. There were some other arguments as well in relation to interpretation of Section 83, as we had discussed that the appellant was embroiled in the GST proceedings because investigations were pending against its suppliers and customers. In this regard, it was clarified by the Supreme Court that merely because proceedings under the Himachal Pradesh GST Act are pending against some other affiliate taxable entity, the same cannot mean that the powers of Section 83 could also be attracted against the appellant. This interpretation would be an expansion of a draconian power such as that contained in Section 83 which must necessarily be interpreted restrictively. Further, in the present case, the Joint Commissioner had passed an order of provisional attachment that was later on withdrawn upon a representation made by the appellant. Thereafter, another order of provisional attachment was passed against the appellant with respect to the same subject matter. According to the Supreme Court, such an exercise is impermissible since it amounts to review of the earlier provisional attachment that is outside the mandate of Section 83. That was the entire conspectus of interpretation of Section 83 that transpired in the present case. In such light, it was held by the Supreme Court that Firstly, the writ petition under 226 of the Constitution challenging the order of provisional attachment was maintainable. Secondly, under Section 83, there is a necessity of the formation of opinion based on tangible material that the SSE is likely to defeat the demand. And this formation of opinion by the commissioner must be before ordering a provisional attachment. There must be existence of opinion that it is necessary so to do for the purpose of protecting the interest of the government revenue or the interests of the government revenue cannot be protected without ordering a provisional attachment. There must be existence of such an opinion. Thirdly, such order of provisional attachment must be a reasoned written order that is communicated to the SSC and there must be observance by the commissioner of the provisions contained in the rules such as adherence to principles of natural justice as provided under Rule 159 sub-Rule 5 of the Himachal Pradesh GST rules. Fourthly, in the name of provisional attachment, preemptive strikes on the property of the SSE must not be made. And lastly, the order of provisional attachment was set aside and the writ petition preferred before the High Court stood allowed. That was all that was held in the present case. So what are my concluding remarks? I feel that the taxation authorities in India are becoming over-enthusiastic in trying to recover money from the taxable entities. And in the process, sometimes they act hastily by not following the mandate of the law in letter and spirit. The Supreme Court in this case beautifully conducted the interpretative exercise in respect of Section 83 and came to the conclusion that such provision being draconian in nature is to be interpreted strictly and an expansive interpretation cannot be given to it. I hope that the taxation authorities all over India take note of this judgment and do not hound the taxable persons without justified cause. Hence, I hope you enjoyed listening to this show. Thank you for listening. Please do not forget to like and subscribe us. And if you have any comments, please make them in the comments section. See you next time. Till then, stay tuned.